You're listening to the Underdog Sports NFL Show with host Chris Horwadell and Mario Hines. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show. Chris Horwadell joined by Mario Hines. Mario, happy holidays. Happy holidays. I hope you had a good one. Mine was pretty cool myself, so yeah. Ready to talk some uh, end-of-the-year football. Me too, and happy holidays to everyone out there listening. i just like to, to hearken back to a conversation Mario and I were having off-air about you know whether or not grown-ups are adults, and specifically us, and even more to the point, me. Uh, you just you just called your, your holidays pretty cool. That's <laughs> very adult-like. Knocked it out the park. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it just comes. It reminds me of... That commercial, I don't know who it's for, but uh, it's the where you're becoming your parents, and there's a guy, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty like it just, oh, happened. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's funny. We all see it, we all see it. Don't say anything, <laughs> his hair is blue, and that's me doing an imitation of the commercial that was on television that we didn't want to watch when it was on television. Exactly, so that is good podcasting, Mario. It is week 17 of the NFL season. I've got Bavada Sportsbook open in front of me. We've got a lot to talk about. And it's, uh, I think the realization that it's week 17 is just bizarre, man. This is, we're going to watch the, you're going to watch the Detroit Lions. I'm going to watch the Philadelphia Eagles. And America is going to watch the Philadelphia Eagles, as for some reason, we're <laughs> the Sunday night football game for the final time this season. How are you feeling about that? It's really bittersweet. I really have been doing this check in with myself. As a fan, as it relates to Matt Stafford, and mm-hmm. this could be the last time I see Matt Stafford in a Lions uniform, and that part actually makes this a pretty big game. Otherwise, it's just the Lions having a underachieving year again and a shift coming again and hoping that the next decision is the right one to take the organization in the right direction again. So mm-hmm. I'll choose to uh, focus on Making sure, I mean, and, and, and Stafford, who knows? Who knows if he'll actually play or how he'll look if he does. So it's just really mostly bitter, mostly bitter. What's your expectation here? Do you think that they make the move to cut Stafford? It looks like 19 million dead cap if they cut him. Do you think they're going to trade him? And I'm also surprised to learn that he's only going to be 33 next year. That's a crazy, that's a, an amazing bit of information and information I take for granted. But I really think there's going to be a trade route. I think there's a, definitely a market for him. Mm-hmm. I also think that the organization wants to do right by him. I think he would be willing to do right by the organization. Uh, and so to, to get away from losing that money or just having that dead money. And I think it will, there will there'll be a surprising amount of suitors. But I also think it will it will last as long as it, up until the draft. Yeah, speaking of the draft, you're picking number seven right now. What's the one position you'd really like to address in the first round if you could? It seems redundant because DB still seems like a high priority, mm-hmm. especially with a, a defensive shift that's coming. I think D-line or O-line are still ground zero priorities. But it is hard to look away from the quarterback position in that yeah. spot, especially if the way things are shaking up, maybe if Zach Wilson's rise starts to surpass his actual you know value yeah i think money money is on zach wilson going to at this point yeah he's flying up there so like putting justin fields in a possible scenario which feels good 
to me, you know, in my heart, just thinking about it without <laughs> really doing, you know, some deep down uh, Talk evaluation. about going from different quarterbacks to, to, in terms of Stafford to Justin Fields. Those are the polar opposite styles of quarterback play. Yeah, and probably something that one the fan base could get behind, should get behind, mm-hmm. and probably what the organization needs. It's it's just a flip. And also would say, like, okay, we're keeping up with what's happening around us in the league. I mean, this is the quarterback of of uh, the quarterback of the future sounds so bad. I'm so I'm not yeah. on saying, but it's 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 where the position is going and and has evolved and and uh I think it was Troy Aikman who said I always thought there'd be a place for a pocket passer in the league and now it's like maybe having a pocket passer is is staying too close to the the old guard so mm-hmm. i think justin fields would be something that everyone can get behind and root for for many reasons stop getting all uh stop riding the jalen hurts train it's just we understand he's the future of the national football league and now you're all copycatting <laughs> trying to get your own version if we could all get a Jalen Hurts, is what I hear often and what I'm seeing often uh, just, in the NFL. Just around town. Service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't uh, – I, I have no idea what's going to happen in Detroit. I have no idea what's going to happen in Philadelphia. At least, at least you guys know there's going to be massive changes in the coaching staff in the front office. We kind of have to deal with another year of limbo. And my expectation is that, well, we'll – We'll probably hire an offensive coordinator. That's probably the big change. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. And with the quarterback change, the Peterson thing, I, I, things have shifted with 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 the the direction of the organization. And yeah. with the quarterback change, now it's like, well, you got to protect them, or you got to, you know, the people that brought them in, and, and it's there's there's something to that. So. Yeah, I don't think it's complete idiocy if there's not a lot of turnaround or change or shifts, uh, only because it, it kind of makes sense and is par for the course. Well, let's get to this weekend's slate of NFL games, the final week of the regular wow. season. The Atlanta Falcons head to Tampa Bay to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and Bavada has the Buccaneers minus six and a half at home. Yeah, I don't know if the Buccaneers are doing any resting. I haven't heard anything official. The Falcons need to be smart about what they're doing. I mean, draft win. position they really matters. They need to win. I need them to win. <laughs> and then Chris, of course, needs them to win. So I don't think I think the Buccaneers need to go into uh, the playoffs with momentum. Uh, I don't think that uh, overall health and, and that whole thing will help them. Uh, I, th- I don't think the rhythm, which they haven't really found in a way that we would expect it, going into a playoff run with TV 12 as your quarterback – uh, is is something that that uh, they need to hone in on ASAP. So give me the Buccaneers here as they try to win a good football game. And I think the Falcons are unaware of the fact that they gotta <laughs> they gotta cool out with really really trying to win football games. It's it's hard, but they gotta do it. Yeah, I'm I'm a big Falcons, Bengals, and Jaguars fan this weekend for the for the purposes of draft position. But we'll probably do something stupid like beat the Redskins, and <laughs> that's just. The way this season is gone. The speaking of the Bengals, the the Baltimore Ravens head to Cincinnati to take on the suddenly red hot Cincinnati Bengals, and Bavada has the Bengals plus thirteen at home. Ooh, yeah. Again, another team in the Ravens that doesn't have space to sit guys and prep. No, um, definitely want to get into a rhythm, get into a flow, figure out what's going on against a Bengals team that, if you lose to them, it'll feel way worse than any 
amount of rest <laughs> could could do going yeah. forward. So uh, give me the Ravens here. Uh, I don't think it's it's by thirteen. So I don't know about taking that line if you're out there, but uh, the the Ravens will win. I don't think they'll win by thirteen. No. Yeah, this is not a rest on your laurels kind of week for the Ravens. The Ravens are they're fighting to make sure that they are not the ten win team in the AFC East that doesn't make the playoffs because yep. there's gonna be one. Absolutely, it's a scary thought even. Yeah, and uh, yeah, a six-win team is going to make the playoffs in the East. So that that's <laughs> uh, that makes sense. The Dallas Cowboys head to New York to take on the New York football Giants, and Bavada has those Giants plus two and a half at home. Yeah, it's weird because I don't know if the Giants really want to sh- to, to take that step back to Danny, uh, and, hmm. and, and I don't know if, if whatever his health is is worth um, some of the kind of rhythm they found. Yeah, the Cowboys are trying to win football games, and they're trying very hard to get Zeke back. Likely, Zeke wants to hit his thousand mark plateau. I know he's the type of guy that thinks that type of stuff. So, mm-hmm. with those things adding up, give me Cowboys. Yeah, I this. I mean, this is a game briefly for the division, and then it depends on whether or not the Redskins win or not to determine who the ultimate winner of the NFC East is. So it's nice that it comes down to the wire. It's nice that there's a couple of different ways that it could go, but man, it's. It, it's unfair to so many teams that one of these teams is going to take up a spot in the playoffs. Absolutely. Absolutely. It actually needs to happen so that we can start spinning our wheels on how it can never happen again. Fair enough. The Minnesota Vikings now without Dalvin Cook due to the uh, the unfortunate mm. passing of his father today. Yeah. Thoughts with uh, Dalvin head to Detroit to take on the Detroit Lions. Bavada has the Lions plus six and a half at home. Yeah, no Cook, no Reef. Still, <laughs> and yeah. still, they probably find a way to win as the Lions. This game has so many uh, implications in terms of what we want to call a successful uh, end of year wrap up after the coaching change. Again, what's going to happen with the quarterback uh, and what's going to happen with everyone else? Who are the, the bright spots? Uh, and then you're trying to beat a, 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 an actual team. You know, right. so give me the Vikings here as as the Lions is too much to hang too much to hang their hat on, too much to try to hang their hat on, I should say, and too much to figure out uh to even to even be as competitive as they need to be. So give me the Vikings here. If we would cut back like 16, 17, 18 weeks to the beginning of the season, this next line may have been the most confusing line to me all season. Mm. The New York Jets head to New England to take on the New England Patriots. And the Patriots are favored by just three points. Wow. Wow. I mean, and that might and that may be because of just how the surprise of, of the, their most recent level of play. You know, it could have, yeah. could have been uglier. Could have been uglier without that. Uh, I mean, the Jets with a couple of wins. I don't know what they're doing with those mm-hmm. wins. Uh, but I just can't in my heart. I can't in my heart <laughs> think that the Patriots uh, aren't still trying to uh, put pieces together for some now some chessboard I can't see uh, yeah. in, in the Belichick regime. So give me give me the Patriots here. By the by the way, the over under here at Bavada is yeah. the lowest over under that I can remember all season at thirty nine and a half. Wow, 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 wow! And I don't this know. Is, and still, and still, I don't know. This is not going to be an offensive explosion yeah. by any by uh, all accounts here. Well, this one's going to be interesting, and this one's really going to determine how my Sunday goes. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers head to Cleveland to take on the Cleveland Browns at First Energy Stadium, and Bavada 
has the Browns, who are playing for a playoff berth, minus 10 at home. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. It's just, the, the Browns have every opportunity to lose this based on the scenario around them with with working remotely. And I still don't mm. even know what that means, you know, oh. in terms of being a professional athlete, especially right. in the most physical sport that there is. But the Steelers yeah. are starting uh, Mason Rudolph. So yes. <laughs> that might actually counterbalance in, in some weird way. So I'm going to take the Browns here. Uh, there's no there's no division implication, which would have been a bigger deal. It made me more weary of the Browns as they needed to rise to the occasion. So I think there's, you know, fairly low pressure. Get your stuff together. Give me the Browns here. I don't know. I think it's difficult to say that there's low pressure when you're trying to get into the playoffs for the first time in 18 years. There's that part. Yeah. And you're going up against the guy who was part of this bizarre incident that took place in 2019. You just know Rudolph is going to throw for 420 yards and the Steelers <laughs> win by 10. Man, I mean, according to Tomlin, it's behind that. It's in the rearview mirror. So uh-huh. I don't know if that means we don't care how we play with Mason and Rudolph <laughs> because it's whatever or that they're so focused and prepared that they could never think of such a thing. Usually when stuff like that is said, they're very much thinking about it and uh, have made a, tons of precautions to make sure yeah. it doesn't happen again. So. They're thinking about it, and that favors the Browns to me because Miles Garrett's much scarier than Mason Rudolph doing almost anything, including quarterbacking. Okay. Yeah, well, well, unless you're a fan of his team. But, okay, so will we or will we not get a shot of Mason Rudolph and Miles Garrett shaking hands during the game? Or at know. least like at least talking pregame? I, <laughs> I don't know if Bavada has this anywhere Along the lines, but I'm gonna go with a big fat no. I just don't think. Uh, I don't think. I don't. Th- I, I. I wouldn't put either one above the other morally. Uh, yeah. But I definitely don't think either one is down. I probably would put one above the other morally. Quite frankly, I've. I've always believed that, and now I don't. I don't condone taking a person's helmet off and beating him with it for as hilarious as that is, <laughs> but. But I, I've always believed that that Mason may have said a word that he shouldn't have to provoke the situation. And whatever comes from that comes from it. And whatever comes from that comes from it. I can yeah. I can uh I can subscribe to that magazine, that newsletter. But uh yeah, yeah, yeah. If he said it yeah. even the sentence alone though of taking someone's helmet off and beating him with it. There's just <laughs> other like that's not the testament of Miles Garrett's moral compass and no, code, no, but no. I think there's other things prior to, you know, I think his coming to the light, coming to Jesus moment is like he says some pretty weirdo, immature things that may, you know, make him teeter a line, but he was a young guy, so. Fair enough. The Arizona Cardinals head to Los Angeles to take on the Los Angeles Rams. Bavada has the Rams plus three at home. Yeah, the Cardinals have their quarterback. The Rams have no one. Oh, <laughs> Give me the Cardinals here. Jared Goff looked so bad last week. Yeah, so bad. He's not even playing, so the guy that that is not the starter is playing. And so, yeah. Who is the backup there? Is that Sean Mannion? I know he was on. I know. This is a good question. I'm, I'm checking it out right now. Yeah. This is uh, John Walford. Oh. John, that's a, that's a name of a person who exists in the world. Yeah, I'm like, it actually made me think of the university as opposed to a person. 
Um, Walford had success in college in the AAF prior to getting this opportunity. I actually Sean, forgot about the AAF. <laughs> I thought the, the AAF was, was well done. It just, they didn't have the talent. Right, right. And, and, and now it's a, it's a blip until, until Sunday because thanks to Sean, I'm sure it may get a shout out. Sean, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then now President Rock, future President Rock is bringing the, uh, the XFL back too. So we've got all that to look forward to. That's going to be great. I think, I mean, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but the strings that the rock should be able to pull to make yeah. sure that this is a, is a successful thing. I think it, it, I'm curious to see if, if he's just a figurehead or if he's really thinking about it thoughtfully. He doesn't strike me as a figurehead. Me neither. Me neither. I just don't want to hype it, but me neither. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the green Bay Packers head to Chicago to take on the Chicago bears. Bavada has the bears plus five and a half. It, oh man, it's the MVP cementing game for our boy yeah. A-Rod 12. It's uh, it's going to be a fun, fun game for him. He usually plays his loosest around times like this. And I again, speaking ahead to the playoffs, I think this is a team that doesn't need to get into that rhythm. But I think Aaron Rodgers in his history has been the type to want to start flying before you get into that playoff game. So why not do it to to your division rival? So give me the Bears here. I'm so fascinated. I mean the Packers. Sorry. I'm so fascinated by the sort of divergent paths that the the two top MVP candidates in 2017 have taken since then. You know, uh, Carson Wentz is on his way to winning the MVP in 2017 up until the Rams game where he tears his ACL and Aaron Rodgers ends up winning it. This past offseason, both of those teams' quarterbacks take quarterbacks in the first two rounds. Rodgers gets a first-round pick in Jordan Love and Carson Wentz gets a second-round pick in Jalen Hurts, both you know, theoretically have to look over their shoulder and the responses could not have been more different, right? Aaron Rodgers being the like psychopathic competitor that he is basically looked, looked at it as like, Oh yeah, really? You're picking somebody else. Well, fuck you. Watch what I'm going to do. Yeah. And he is as laser focused as he's ever, as I've ever seen him play. Whereas Carson broke down mentally. Right. And man, and man, you know, uh, those are the things. Those are the things. The cliches come from those moments, right? So that's why you have to give you give a guy like Aaron Rodgers all of the credit that he deserves, and you kind of have to feel like you know whatever whatever determination and description you want to put on Carson as as a quarterback, it might be fair. So yeah, yeah. So bigger bigger shout out to A Rod though for how he bounced back rather. Than Unbelievable. Yeah. He, I mean, he is playing as good football as we've seen from this position in a, in a long time. For someone who doesn't happen to have the physical skills and physical gifts of Patrick Mahomes. Exactly, and I mean the weapons thing too. So yeah, that is true. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars head to Indianapolis to take on Philip Rivers and those Indianapolis Colts. Bavada has the Colts minus fourteen at home. In what could be Philip Rivers' last football game? I don't I mean, think I, he's ever going away. <laughs> that's scarier than him playing too um, playing too long and getting hurt. Is actually him playing too long and not getting hurt. Well, um, I'm I'm legally obliged to mention every single time we bring up Philip Rivers that one of my friends was his captain at NC State. You do have to say that because I'm always like, hmm, that's really interesting. It's uh, really, really weird to two degrees of Philip Rivers. <laughs> I'm sure with as many kids as he has, all of us are two degrees of <laughs> Philip Rivers. 
<laughs> in their lifestyles. Um, give me, give me the Colts here. Obviously, the Jaguars. I mean, locked in what they needed to lock in. Whatever they, what I don't know what they're playing for. So give me the Colts here. Yeah, I mean, they're playing to. I don't think anything can happen. They're locked into the number one pick in the draft. So house money at this point, and uh, let's get those number sixteen jerseys ready for the Jaguars next season. The Las Vegas Raiders head to Denver to take on the Denver Broncos. Pavada has the Broncos plus two and a half at home. Man, what a team this Broncos team could have been mm-hmm. if their quarterback would just figure it out. And I, 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 I don't lay it all on, on locked shoulders, but, you know, what are we waiting for type of thing. Um, give me the give me the Broncos here just because I'm tired of, of, of saying the Raiders are going to figure it out uh and, and that's on me and it's personal but i'm going with the broncos here <laughs> the new orleans saints head to carolina to take on the carolina panthers bavada has those panthers plus six and a half at home the panthers have no one to run no. the ball <laughs> so you know i think by the de- by by default there they did teddy is not the guy that can carry you um and the saints uh need to they really don't need to do much either, to be honest. Uh, it just no. be ready. So they make sure that Breeze is healthy. But give me the Saints here. And I'll t- a game that's probably not worth watching. It's shocking that after only 400 touches last season, uh, Christian McCaffrey <laughs> couldn't stay healthy this year. <laughs> I mean, in dr- dramatic fashion. Like, will he play? Will it? Won't he play? Kind of oh, play. Yeah, every like, week. Like, every week. So, like, not only did it – it wasn't some major – it was really, like, it really was the, the, the workhorse, the – carries it's like my body really isn't reacting and that's you know, that's one of the things that's going to be hard to deny with, with mm. this one um and you've and you've spoken ahead of it plenty of times and it, it came can fruition well that's really just a, a matter of every once in a while i get something right if you just throw it as much as you can against the wall every so often something sticks and that was the case with the, the mccaffrey injury the seattle seahawks home of the uh oh, the they of the NFL's best defense, uh, as per Jamal Adams, head to San Francisco or I guess Arizona to take on the San Francisco 49ers. Bavada has the 49ers plus six at quote unquote home. Quote unquote home. Uh, Seattle, what's up? Can I talk to you personally? <laughs> what is up? Even if you even if you win this game, which you will, what is up? What's the plan? What's the plan? That's really all I want to say. And hopefully someone on the roster is listening and will respond so I can know, like, what's the deal? Because there's, I still, as I look at their roster, as I look at some of the games, I'll check the box score or whatever. I don't get it. I don't get how they didn't end up being the team we thought they were or what we saw in the first yeah. eight weeks. So whatever, they'll win this week. And the playoffs is where the real, the real uh, rubber will meet the road for them. Well, I'm willing to guess that if there's anybody from Michigan State on the Seattle roster, we, we probably can find out what they're thinking. Likely. What if someone was who I, you know, so maybe, you know, they're still in contact. The Tennessee Titans head to Houston to take on the Houston Texans, and Bavada has those Texans plus seven and a half at home. I say this every week Deshaun Watson is the reason wow. that the Texans are anything. Yeah, and it's just amazing to watch. That being could you said, imagine how good Deshaun Watson could be if you gave him like a I don't know a superstar receiver to play with? Couldn't even imagine it. I can't even. <laughs> is there a way for me to think of or visibly see that happening? 
or have I happened. I, I none that I can think of. Yeah, it's, I'm drawing ma- major blanks. It's going to take a very vivid imagination. And until then, until then, we're going to have to watch the Titans beat them. But uh, he's just not enough. No, he is not enough. But I mean, hey, if you have the opportunity to grab uh, an aging, broken down running back for one of the best receivers in the National <laughs> Football League, y- you take that every single time because those 607 yards that David Johnson got the Texans this year more than made up for the absence of uh, New Hopkins on that offense. I would even if if the algorithm fit, you know, you'd see it. You could vis- visibly see David Johnson <laughs> greater than or equal to probably for sure. <laughs> I greater yeah. than I would say. You know, we don't even need that equal to that. That's nonsense talk. That's that's just clickbait. Uh, I hope somebody got somebody did get fired for that, and I hope that's true. They did. Yeah. He got and really got super fired for it too. Lost basically lost two jobs. Super fired. I think that should be an official term in the league. Well, if, I, if, okay. I like this is a great idea. So. I, I, let's we'll take this to Goodell. Every ten years, you get to use, each NFL team gets to use one super fired on for the for their team. It can apply to a player or a coach, and at that point, the team is no longer obligated to pl- pay any of the guaranteed salary. I think this is, this is great. You are super fired. They have been super fired. That is great. <laughs> Once every ten years. I mean, this would it, it, if this was in place for thirty years, Bill O'Brien still would have been the person <laughs> that they would have gotten super far. I just like the idea of of turning on ESPN or something, and like, or or even like when when like an actual news channel does their sports coverage, you see like Anderson Cooper or somebody like that on CNN. He's like. <laughs> Oh, can you believe the Detroit Lions super fired head coach Matt, Matt Patricia today? I love it. This has to be a thing. It absolutely. We've 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 struck gold here twice. And the uh, final game of the 2020 National Football League season. It has all led up to this. The Washington Football Team heads to Philadelphia to take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Bovada has those Eagles plus two points at home. This is your Super Bowl. Yes, we need to. As and long it's as so losing, weird. It's the win. Because I've, I've never. You want the, your team to lose. It's the it's the best thing I've ever talked about. Yeah. And you have Taylor Tyler. Henry, Who are we talking about? Henry Key. Uh, I think it's Taylor Heineke. Heineke. Taylor Heineke. There you go. But as the, not <laughs> worth knowing, quite frankly. <laughs> this is the guy that. You have to. I don't think it's going to happen, man. You have the Jalen Hurts, yeah. so it's going to be an Eagles win. Washington in there. So I mean, they did right by Haskins. I think is do it now. Whatever it is, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think he would have gotten their super fired if it was available. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, it, it, there's so many candidates in this, it, and I can't with the stat of like this is the most. This is the year with the most super fires executed. Yeah, you know, like, geez, what a year. <laughs> oh, it's been eight years since we've seen this many super fires in one year. Because, <laughs> yeah, so that's what the state of Washington. There's nothing as much as you want your team to lose. It's it's they're going to win yeah. the Eagles here. Yeah. And I, I, I'm actually it's time to start counting them, Chris. Count the, the positives and find, you know, what you're what you're willing to take o- take on uh, into 2021. 
only the notion of a super fire. That's going to be it for this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show. For Mario Hines, I'm Chris Horwardell. Happy holidays, happy new year, and we'll see you next time.